Hello, hello. Welcome. This is the Evolve and Thrive podcast, where we dive into life, growth, and reaching new heights. I am your host, KJ Tay. Let's get into this episode. I truly feel like in order to move forward in life, you have to let some things go. You have to let go of things that hurt you, past wounds that aren't yet healed. And in order to do so, you have to kind of dive deep. You have to figure out who or what the situation was that made you feel away or created all of this animosity or whatever. It may be just a grudge that you're holding on to for years. Why are you holding on to it? Is it that deep? If it is that deep, why is it that deep? So in order to get to that point, I feel like you have to truly think about what could have gone differently. If it was an individual, what could that person have said differently? What could you have said in that moment to better navigate the situation to where you weren't harvesting all of these emotions years or months or weeks later? If it was a thing, what in that moment could you change? If you could go back. What could you change? Being that you can't go back, you can't necessarily change anything. You can make changes as far as moving forward, how you handle that person or how you handle yourself in those situations. Speaking of them, rather than letting it go on and you're harvesting all of these emotions, you have to move on. It is important to move on and not hold on to whatever past wounds you may have. If you're holding on to that, more than likely it's changed or shaped you into somebody who you weren't, you weren't once before. And you don't want to necessarily allow your new being to be based on something that hurts you or something that made you feel away. You have to acknowledge that. I feel like moving on, you got to confront some things. You got to confront yourself. What did you say? What didn't you say? If you didn't say anything, why did you not say something? For me, a lot of times I avoided in my past, I avoided speaking up when I should out of fear of hurting that person's feelings or losing that friendship, losing that relationship or losing that bond. And I feel like that allowed me to transform into somebody who pretty much just became a doormat, you know, not necessarily ever saying, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Hey, I don't agree with this. Hey, I don't like the way you said that or that made me feel a way. I didn't do that. I'm the type to be around the bush. Do all of that before I ever just really pinpoint what it was or what it is, you know, and I just feel like in a way, For me, during my own personal experience, that did change me until I got to a point where, hey, this is not okay. Hey, I'm tired of being this person. I'm tired of getting the same outcome. So if I'm tired of that same outcome, I have to do something different to get a different outcome. Period. Um, I want to dig a little deeper into that. A lot of times things can't be resolved. So you have to agree to disagree. Or you just have to make peace. In all actuality, we cannot go back into the past. We cannot fix things. But you can determine how it, how it is in the future. How it is moving forward. I feel like people who are sexually abused. People who are sexually taken advantage of. 
lot of times society blames the victim and the victim harvests that hurt and they don't feel comfortable if it does take place again speaking up based on how that first encounter went for myself I feel like I was sexually taken advantage of around the age of 12 and 13 and I feel like At that time, I was still a child. I didn't necessarily speak up because I didn't really understand what had taken place. I didn't understand what role I played in that taking place. So I didn't necessarily speak up until years later. And even then, I would never say I went into full debt about it because I'm looking at, okay, this could destroy my family. This could this could change my whole life. You know, could I get in trouble from this? Could they get in trouble? Do I want them to get in trouble? But as I got older, I learned there are consequences for everything that you do. There, there's consequences. And I feel like, yes, I should have spoke up. Yes, I should have confided into in my family. I should have confided into my parents. And that situation could have gone a lot differently. So moving forward, I feel like those relationships with my um with my family and with these individuals who did these things to me has never really been resolved. I don't feel like we've ever been in a situation where I've had to be around them simply because I I avoid that by all means. I make sure that I'm never where they are. I don't have any communication with them on any social media handle. I don't have to hear about them, anything. It's just like they almost don't exist for my own reasons. One of the things that did bother me with one of those relatives was the fact that I found out years later, I never could find him on social media, even if I looked, because he had me blocked. (laughs) And I I thought that was kind of funny because I'm like, how you going to do this to me and you block me? Make that make sense. But all in all, I'm just like... I didn't deal with that the proper way. And had I told my parents, it could have been handled differently. Two years ago, I had to literally sit in the fact that I didn't say anything. And I'm witnessing them go on and have children. And in my mind, I'm just wondering, okay, are they touching their daughters? Are they touching people around them children? What are they doing? Because I didn't say something years ago. And I just pray about it. You know, there's nothing I can necessarily change. I feel like if I do say something, what's the point? It's been so many years after the fact, you know, and now that I don't have that parental support because my mother, you know, my mother passed away for those of you who do not know already. um, I don't feel comfortable doing so. So I just pray about it. And I know that God's will will be done. God is going to handle that if he hasn't already, which I am very aware he has in some aspect. So that's my way of dealing with it. Even when it comes to my first love, um, I feel like you were older than me. You knew you should not have been involved in any way, shape, fashion, or form with someone my age. You knew that I wasn't ready for a lot of things that you had going on. And I feel like you took complete advantage of that. I feel like not only that but it also created a whole lot of drama that I didn't necessarily need at that age I'm supposed to be enjoying myself you know living my best life and I feel like the people I chose to associate myself with kind of put a stint in that you know kind of truly affected the way that that whole experience went for me 
being that my dad wasn't necessarily in the home growing up, I feel like that does play a huge role in the things that did take place. Had you been there, this wouldn't have happened. Had you been there, this this opportunity would have never presented itself because I would have been home with my parents safe and sound, you know. But again, I'm not holding on to that past hurt. It's something I'm truly working on healing 100%. I would say I'm at a good 80, <laughs> a good 80%, which I feel like it's a healthy place to be somewhat. Hey guys, hey! Are you needing flyers, announcements, watermark removal, photo enhancements, or an obituary made? Head right on over to KAB Print House, which is owned by your host, Kay Gente. God put it on my heart to take my years-long hobby and transform it into a business as a graphic designer. I can handle most of your graphic designing needs. If you want to view my portfolio, it can be found on Facebook under KAB Print House. Shoot us a message today to get started. I have a very high return rate of customers, 8 years, 10 years returning. I usually try to go ahead and get things out in a timely fashion, same day if at all possible. Our hours are Monday through Friday, 3 to 6, close on Saturday and Sunday. I will occasionally take orders on Saturday and Sunday for an additional fee. My prices are always low and I'm always offering discounts and freebies. Check out KAB Print House on Facebook. Let's get back into the episode. Coming from a fatherless home, I feel like it was important to me that when I did begin to have children that they didn't have to go through that. There's highs, there's lows. No, I didn't die. No, it didn't kill me. It could have, but it didn't. So I didn't want my children to have to feel all of the emotions and things I felt. Growing up without having my father there, there's a lot of times I needed it. I needed that support. I needed that person to confide in. I needed that person to guide me. Just show up. And that wasn't the case. And I recall, you know, school, we used to have donuts for dads or little dad events and my dad wasn't there my mom if she could take off she was there and if not which I don't ever remember an instance when she wasn't there I remember her maybe running late once or twice I would um I would just people that I knew like my cousins growing up I would go and sit with them and their dad because I didn't want to be the kid that's sitting there without their parents sitting there all along looking hopeless watching the door hoping that my person walks through the door when deep down I knew the chances of that happening were very slim. Um, So yeah, I didn't want that for my children growing up, but that wasn't the case. I had my son in 2017 and I experienced single momming. I experienced being the bitter baby mama. I experienced not having the consistent help, not having the father in the home raising the child, which ultimately it was a struggle. It was something that made me angry. It was something that took a whole lot of time to accept. Okay, he's not here. You're here. This child is here. Even though he ain't here, this child is here. You got to show up for this child each and every day because this is an innocent child who did not ask to be brought here, nor did they ask to be in this situation. But you only have control of being the mom and showing up. So I matured and I accepted that, which I am more than grateful for. With my girls, their, da- their dad 
thankfully he is in the household and I'm able to experience the other side of that. I'm able to see, oh, this is how this works. Oh, this is how it feels to have that extra set of hands, those extra set of eyes, you know, just all the way around that extra person helping with the load that is heavy. So to anyone who is a single mom listening, I salute you. I was once there. I know all about it. I know being the bitter baby mama, being classified as, oh, she not over him and this and that. Of course not. If you sat down with this individual whom you shared your body with and you two agreed or did not agree to have a child and they left you hanging, I feel where you're coming from. That hurts. It hurts. It makes you feel like you did something wrong. It makes you feel like you failed your child. The mom guilt instantly kicks in, I can say. So again, to any single moms out there, I salute you. You are doing a wonderful job. Once your child is older, they will see who was there. They will know it's all going to pay off. I am witnessing that. And I'm just, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that that is something I was able to come through. That's a past wound. I was able to heal. And even now, it's not 100% perfect. But it's not where it used to be either. And I'm grateful for that. Family hurt. I feel like um, a lot of times we avoid mentioning and bringing up things that someone in our family may have said or done to hurt us out of trying to keep the peace. But that's not healthy. I almost hate the term family is family. I almost hate that. I hate the fact that, well, you know, at the end of the day, you ain't got nobody else. You got your family because that's not always the case. And I also completely disagree with, oh, that's just so-and-so. This is how they are. You just going to have to get up. No, I feel like those are so much, so many of the things that are toxic in black families. I feel like that's not always the case. Family can be toxic. Family can do stuff that makes you feel away and they're not always willing to have a sit down or have a come to Jesus meeting and acknowledge, hey, I did this and I messed up. How do we move forward? Or can we move past this? Or, you know, realizing what it is you can do so that this don't keep happening. And I feel like you have to take accountability. The biggest thing about that is you have to take accountability for what you said or what you may not be aware that you did that offended your family member because that doesn't do anything but create it creates distance. It opens the door for drama. And if you don't want the drama, you got to get a hold of that early. I was on this journey with my family, particularly my mom's side, and it was hard. It was something that we just recently this year started earning out all the pieces and having those conversations and I have to say being 27 years old I'm sitting here and I'm like phew (laughs) that wasn't as bad as I thought you know just being open and honest with one of my aunts I was able to have a conversation with her and just tell her hey this is what hurt me you weren't even aware that your actions or your words hurt me the way that they did, which made me harvest this hurt for over a year. It was baggage I was carrying that I didn't even want to carry. <laughs> but I also, at the time, I was still unsure if I wanted to even begin dealing with it, begin healing it. 
And I'm happy that I finally got to that place where I was able to iron out those pieces and take that accountability because I did have accountability on my side that I needed to accept. Hey, you were wrong here. Hey, you was doing too much, you know? And I just thank God for placing me on this walk with him of learning to forgive. Forgiving does not mean forgetting. I don't think you will ever forget something that occurred or something that went on that hurt you or made you feel a way. That's not the point. The point is forgive and let it go. Life is short. Life is too short to be holding on to grudges, holding on to any of that stuff. It's just too short. It's not worth it. Forgive and move forward. Moving forward can look like a variety of things. It can look like y'all talking every day. Y'all talking once a month. Y'all not talking, but y'all being cordial if you're in the same room. You have to discuss that. That's a big part of it. It's not going to necessarily be the same. Because if it is the same, you're going to probably run into that same, same situation on down the line. If I can forgive and overcome one person or one thing, you can use that to apply to other situations that may arise or may have in the past. You now have the tools. You now know what to do. You now know how to navigate that. So if you can do it once, you can continue to do it. Again, like I said. Forgiving doesn't mean forgetting because it's black people. I feel like a lot of times we think if I forget them, that means I got to forget. I got to let it go. No, you're going to always remember that what that felt like. You're going to always remember that. But don't let that take over. Don't let that be all you see, all you think about. None of that. Forgive and let it go. Move on. You're not going to forget. Just forgive. It's no longer carrying the baggage of hurt, resentment, anger, whatever around. It's simply forgiving and moving forward. In order to rise from the ashes, come out on the other side, you have to heal. You have to have to heal. You got to spend some time with yourself. You got to pray. You got to meditate. You got to have some self-care. A whole lot, a whole lot to get over some of the things that hurt you. confronting what it was, confronting the person, confronting the situation, techniques to move forward. All of that is extremely important when you're trying to move, move forward. That's my biggest thing. And I stand strong on that. It's possible. Nothing is so bad that you cannot heal from it. Nothing is so deep that you cannot heal from it. It is important. It is something we must do to get to heaven. And I'm praying that that is everyone's goal because I'm not trying to burn in hell. It's been too hot. And if hell feel anything like this, I don't want to experience it. I'm not a hot type of person. So all in all, work on forgiving, work on letting some of that past hurt, past wounds go. Embrace healing. It is such a beautiful thing. It's, it can be hard. It's not going to happen in one day. It's not going to happen in a week. What you put in it is what you get out of it. Heal. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to the ET podcast. Keep the conversation going on social media by using the hashtag ET podcast or hashtag evolve thrive podcast. Thanks for being the greatest part of this pod. Bye.